Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, I'm Dan for Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers, here to share the easiest way to buy tires. Come to Dobbs. With the best tire brands and the biggest inventory, you'll get your tires the same day at the lowest price, guaranteed. Next time you need tires, get into Dobbs. With former Blues defenseman Jamie Rivers, I'm Brandon Kiley. It's Rivers and BK on 101 ESPN. Let's go out to the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line. Happy to be joined by voice of the Blues, Chris Kerber. You can hear him on Behind the Bench from 6 to 7 o'clock tonight. He's got a couple special guests, Craig Berube and Doug Armstrong coming up tonight. Kerbs, how are you doing today, my friend? Awesome, BK. How are you? Uh, we are doing well. So the news of the day at the Blue scrimmage today was Sammy Blay with a nice little hat trick. What did you see from him, and what should we expect from him this postseason in your mind? You know what, I, again, uh, we go with what to expect, and, and I don't know. Uh, I mean, that's the future. I, I think you just have to expect hard work and continued effort. And what do you like about um, his game? Let me let me that, rephrase it for you, Curbs. What do you like about Sammy Blaze's game and, and what you saw today? You like to do that, PK. You every question you like to say, "What do you think we're going to get from?" Like I have no freaking idea. <laughs> it's the future. Uh, no, I'm messing with you. If, if, no, what, what I what I like to say is is like you 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 can only expect these guys to come in the way they did. You expect the hard work, and if they deliver the hard work and the effort you're going to see some. Now, in playing on that third-line role, they're going to expect some puck control from him. They're going to expect his ability to take the puck to the net, and he's been able to he's been able to do that, and we saw that. He's got the ability to be a regular top-six forward in the National Hockey League, and he's continuing to work in that direction. And I'll tell you something. The one thing we've seen, I don't know if Jamie will agree with this or not, but the one thing we have seen is the Blues have really done a heck of a job with one not anointing uh, some of these younger players because they don't have to, and, and therefore it creates a work ethic, a learning curve, and they, I mean, Craig Berube's done an amazing job of putting them in a position to be successful. And Sammy Blay was kind of knocking on the door of, of going back to irrelevant, and it was, it was, hey, look, you know, this is how you're going to have to play to do this, and he bought into what Craig Berube said, and he's turning them into a heck of a player. Uh, listen, the, the, the reason why I asked that, Curbs, is just because, I mean, last week, for instance, we had Craig Berube on the show, and I asked him uh, what can we expect from Robert Thomas. He, he gave us a fantastic answer. He said uh, he thinks that Robert Thomas has the potential to be a star. And so when I ask, you know, what, what do you think we can expect from Sammy Blay this postseason, I, I, I'm really just legitimately asking what, what do you like about his game and what, how do you think it's uh, going to translate into this postseason. But uh, since I brought up Robert Thomas, uh, let's go down that path as well. Um, he is going to be on that second power play unit with Tarasenko and Pareko. What do you like about what that unit can do? Um, and what what have you seen from him? And I know you talked with him last night as well. 
you know what? He's a player that uh, it just continues to grow in the right direction. You know, I mean, you talk 70, you know, 70 games his first season in the NHL with 33 points, 66 games his second season at 42 points. And you could see him just kind of continue to grow. A minute and a half more average ice time a game in year two than year one. They were playing him as a wing. Now they've moved him back to center. The depth of this team, the ability of guys to play center and wing like a Barbashev and a Sundquist on the same line. In this case, Bozak and Thomas on the same line. Uh, you're just continuing to see that growth, you know, of a player that broke in and played 70 games in the NHL as a 19-year-old. He's earned that ice time. He continues to earn it. He talked to us about, you know, just, man, that first year, too, you go, you go to the rink and you just don't know if you're going to play. And what's that like if, if you don't know that you're going to play? You know, so he, the fact that you're knowing you're coming to the rink, you're knowing you're getting more responsibility, um, there's just a, there's a mature approach to his game right now. And I went back and was, was looking this up, guys. You know, Keith, I, I mentioned, this is even after year one, Keith Kachuk mentioned that if you redid that draft, that 2017 draft where the Blues took Robert Thomas 20th, you could make the case for him being a top five pick. And, and you know what? I, I'm, I'm not sure that you're taking – you know, you're not. I'm not sure that you're taking him over Nico Heischer or Miro Heiskanen, what we've seen of Kale McCarr or Elias Pettersson. So that puts him as the fifth pick. So the question is, is would you take him right now over what you've seen from Nolan Patrick? You know, and, and, and if the answer is yes, then, then you are looking at a top five pick, but easily top six or seven. And, man, for the Blues to get a player that continues to grow and have that approach, and then it's going to continue to learn from veterans like O'Reilly and Shen and Steen and these guys. I mean, yeah, there, there is the potential. But, but I heard that interview with Craig Berube that you did with him, and, and I, I like what Craig said. There's going to be some unknown factors. We'll have to wait and see. Does he have the potential? Yep. Now it's just going to be up to him to make it happen. Curbs, look, at, we talk about Robert Thomas, and I have compared him uh, and maybe not directly, maybe not exactly the way he plays, but I look at him and I see a Mike Madano style player. And what I mean by that is back when Mike Madano used to get the puck, I mean, we all remember the visual of his jersey flapping in the wind behind him. And every time he got the puck, something electric was going to happen. I watched Robert Thomas so far at the beginning of this season, and it got to a point before the pause where every time he got the puck, you scooch up to the edge of your seat because you're like, I'm not sure what I'm about to see right now, but I know this guy is exciting to watch. Yeah, and you know what was real impressive? I think, was it earlier in the week um, that when talking about Robert Thomas, maybe maybe he was with you guys too, and and I'm confusing the interviews that, that Craig said it, but he talked about Robert Thomas maybe being the fastest guy with the puck on the team. Yes, yes. You know, and yeah, and, and he mentioned how how Robert, you know, is going to the, the fact that he he could move the puck uh, skating wise faster than anybody through the neutral zone, you know, is big. And you know, Mike, Mike Madonna was an absolute freak, you know, when, when it came to that. So uh, I'll tell you what, if he comes even close to that, um, will be interesting. You know, the one that here's a comparison, and I again, it's an unfair one to make. I get it, but I'm curious about it. I know Doug Gilmore just started scoring goals right off the bat. I mean, he had 25 goals his rookie season and just started putting runs together of 25-plus goals just about every single year. But, but the way Doug Gilmore, you know, turned into a passer and, and started dishing the puck, 
and stuff. And then, and then, you know, became, became a Selkie winner during his career because of the responsibility on, on, on both sides of the puck. Like, I mean, I, I don't think it's all that far of a reach to think that Robert Thomas could be a, at some point, a 70 plus point player. And in conversation uh, with a Selkie with the way, what we've seen so far to you. I mean, it's, it's, I wonder if there's that kind of trajectory that's possible for him. Well, yeah, you know, and look, at that's the thing, too, is we look at the trajectory, and we look at right now, I said it last week, there's been a spike in his development, and you hope that that continues to go upward until it plateaus, but again, to your point earlier, Curbs, about having Ryan O'Reilly, Braden Shen, Jaden Schwartz, Alexander Steen, Tyler Bozak, all these great role models for Robert Thomas, this can only make him a better all-around player. And I don't know how you feel about this, but I look at Robert Thomas and I see a future number one center that could potentially play with a guy like Vladimir Tarasenko. Well, interestingly enough, if you look at the St. Louis Blues contract situation, okay, and, and I'll talk a little bit about the overall. Like, like I mean, they're going to have $31 million coming up uh, available to them with, with all the UFAs and RFAs a- after next season, so going into the 2021 season. But Braden Shen, Braden Shen is under contract now for the uh, pretty good foreseeable future at six and a half million dollars. You got to figure once you get through this pandemic, if you get to the point where the cap could go up, you know, you're looking at winning a Stanley Cup with a centerman and Tyler Bozak that was making five million a, a year, right? Okay, so. Advance that out a good a couple number of years and rate of inflation. Where you're thinking, okay, maybe that is a, a certain scenario there. But yeah, I mean, at some point, Robert Thomas will move up the lineup if he continues on this trajectory. Does that put Braden Shen on a wing? You know, does that does that slide a guy down? Ryan O'Reilly is right now your number one center, and frankly, the way this team is built, I don't know if it's you know Ryan O'Reilly is your number one center, but I'm not sure that that is always your number one line. Right. Yeah. Good point. So, so it, at some point, you, at some point, you can make the case that Braden Shin is the centerman on your top line, and 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 the way that this will work is that there will be some games where Robert Thomas will be the centerman on what is being played as your top line. But they've they've got some amazing flexibility there, and because you've got the talent to be able to put some guys at wing and center, and frankly, think about this: the fact that you essentially can almost have two centermen on every line, top to bottom, the way you look at it. It, it really makes you not overly worry about face-off matchups, doesn't it? You know, so that, that's where this is all going to play into because, you know, if, if you're talking down the line, let's, you know, Ryan O'Reilly, for example, he's got after this season three more years left on his contract. You know, how does how does everything play out there as he hits 32 years of age and, and different things? Robert Thomas is going to be able to fill some of that ice time and rolls really well if he continues along the line that we're seeing. We're talking with Chris Kerber, voice of the Blues. And, Kerbs, I got one last little question for you here. Is the Blues get closer and closer to exhibition game and then the round robin and playoffs? I know you've sat down with uh, several players and Doug Armstrong and Craig Berube. If there was one thing that the St. Louis Blues would like to clean up before they they hit the first game or get their get this postseason going. Is there something that Craig Bruby has mentioned that, you know, we're happy with it, but we'd like to see this develop just a little bit more? I think the, the overall sharpness of the play. Um, he, he describes his team as a big team as, as in terms of physicality, and we've got to be able to grind it out, and that is the style he's demanding. 
So from that standpoint, it's going to take a level of sharpness, clean passing through that neutral zone, and then the ability to work it down low. You know, you're not going to have a whole lot of time, and, and that's why he has said and this is the benefit of having those seeding games, Jamie, is unlike just playing one exhibition game and then playing for your playoff live, right, the Blues essentially have three additional games that they're going to take very seriously. I asked him today about the goaltending, and he wouldn't commit for, to the fact that, you know, that even Billy Huso would get a game. He just said it's a good question, and we're talking about it. Um, and and so from that standpoint, they're taking these games very seriously because they need to ramp up their intensity and compete level to the level that they expect it to be very quickly. And so I think that if there's any one thing they're talking, they're going to be focused on the urgency of that compete level and crispness of the game so when they get that first round of the playoffs, they are ready to go. He's Chris Kerber. He's the voice of the Blues. You can find him tonight, hear him tonight on Behind the Bench from 6 to 7 o'clock. He will be joined by Blues coach Craig Berube and Blues general manager Doug Armstrong. Curbs, we appreciate the time, man. We'll talk with you next week. You got it, fellas. Love you out there at the uh, at the rink, man. That's awesome, and uh, that's where we're going to be broadcasting these games from. So uh, we'll have some fun out there. Awesome. Sounds good. We'll talk with you next week. That's Chris Kerber joining us here on 101 ESPN.